This is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live. Good morning, and welcome to the Monday Morning Break with me, Marie. Today, I'm going to be talking to Ben. He teaches functional skills, he assesses business and management apprenticeships, and supports education providers on two levels. He's also come to the end of an educate, um, sorry, an ed- engineering degree with the OU. Join us as we talk about balancing working in education, studying, and family life. This is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live. Tune in live at ttradio.org, or to join in the conversation, download the Podbean app and search Teachers Talk Radio. Follow the hashtag TT Radio. Tune in, talk it out with Teachers Talk Radio. Good morning and welcome to the Monday morning break with me, Marie. And this morning I am joined by Ben, um, who is my husband. Hello. <laughs> um, <laughs> hi, Ben. Hello. Thank you for being roped into joining my radio show. Thank you very much for having me on. Um, so what we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk about how, how do you do it? Um, I think something that we probably get asked quite a lot. Um, so a bit of background, we um, both work in education and you can tell me a bit about, your, well, tell the list a bit about your role. Um, I think I know you what know. you do. You know. yes. <laughs> I think I know what you do. Yeah. Um, so we both, we both work in education. Um, I would say, fair to say, quite challenging jobs at, at times. Um, and we both study as well. Um, so you are currently coming to the end of your degree yep. Uh, yep. through the Open University. So the end of six years of study. Yes. Yes. Um, I have just started my master's. And between us, we've got three boys um and obviously everything that comes with that as well um family life um and so so you've literally just got back from doing the school run yes Uh, it's (laughs) hot today as well yeah so you've you've done the school run and i um i've been packing because i'm about to go away for three days for a conference i know it's all right for some isn't it (laughs) yes so let's talk about how how we balance okay. it all. Yes, um, sounds good. And I think, you know, and hopefully we'll have some some tips and, and things like that. And if anyone who's listening live wants to kind of message in with any of their thoughts on this as well, because I know there's a lot of people out there who are juggling an awful lot. So, yeah, let's all share our tips and strategies. So let's start with the first one. Okay. Let her please tell all the lovely listeners what you've been studying. <laughs> okay, right. So um, I went to university when I was 18, uh, to University of Gloucester. Um, and then after that, I went into work. So I, I left with a diploma of higher education. I was a bit rubbish, a bit of a rubbish student, to be honest, when I was younger. Um, what is it? Education is wasted on the young. It, 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 well, it felt like that for me, especially. Um, I actually only started enjoying education when I started getting older. Um, but anyway, after after I left, I went into work. So from this point on, I was employed uh, full time. Um, but I decided I wanted to complete my degree. So I did that with the Open University. Um, and then I enjoyed it so much that I carried on and I did another one in philosophy. Uh, and then this one was uh, my last one, I promise. <laughs> well, you say I that. I say that um, in uh, mechanical engineering. So it's last, last year of six years now. Um, but yeah, so these are all obviously done alongside work. 
Yes. So three degrees. Yes. <laughs> three degrees and working full time. Yeah. Throughout all of that. Yes. Yeah. That's it's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is manageable, though. Clearly. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We're both. We're both still, right. Still we're both slightly, <laughs> slightly insane, but yeah. <laughs> we're both still here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, how many hours a week do you think that you dedicate? Um, on and on top of full time work, and this is just mm. a study because we'll we'll talk about everything else. I think. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, so just yeah, studying, drawing a distinction hours. between that and extra work that you do, like courses and things that you would do in in like a normal role. Yeah, no. Uh, so this is all separate. So my job is is different to what I study. There's, there is a distinction to like what I've, what I've been studying and what I've actually been employed doing. Uh, but so the time has been quite varied to be honest, um, throughout. So that is also depending on the course I've been doing. So some of the courses took a little bit less time, some took a little bit more. So this this course more recently has been, well, what would you think? Like you've known me yeah. since I've been studying. Has there been any sort oh, of differences in? It has, been, it has been different over the, the years, hasn't it? I think mm. I can remember um, you doing, for some reason, doing two modules at the same time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And that was... A lot, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So you were studying well all the time, really yeah. outside of your work hours. I also remember, um, in very good timing, what was that? Our youngest was a month old, yeah. and you had to go off for a week residential. Yes. Yeah. Um, great that. Well, yeah, you had a great. That was great. <laughs> you had a great time. I needed the rest. Yes, <laughs> needed the sleep probably. I did. Um, so yeah, actually, you've reminded me. Let's just talk about what you're job is so as you said your job is very different to what you're studying yes yeah so my job i work for bernardo's and my job is i work with apprentices majority of the time uh, so i work with business and management um related courses and i've been doing that for four, four or five years now at bernardo's and i did it previously as well but i also teach functional skills english and maths so my courses have always been all the things i've been studying have always been quite starkly different to what i actually do <laughs> yes. um but there is there is obviously been benefits to it as well indirectly, uh, which we'll probably get onto later on. Yeah, that's that's um, a good that's a good point, isn't it? So we're both quite we're different in that, aren't we? So your what you're studying is very different to your day job. Yes. And mine is very much what I do. Yes. Um, so I'm head of a college, and then my master's is in leadership and education. So I guess interesting, isn't it? We're at different ends of the spectrum on that. If you possibly don't bring in a lot of your no, learning to really. your job and vice versa, whereas I guess I'm just living it yeah. 24-7. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I try to, I mean, it's interesting, so I do try to, um, especially when it's with regard to maths, because the engineering is quite maths-based. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it has definitely uh, increased my capacity and ability to teach maths in different ways, which has been good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, going back to sorry, time, I told you I'd go over off the top of topic quite quickly. <laughs> um, yeah, so time, it's been quite varied. Um, difficulty has been uh, variable as well, so time has been, been different. I think when I first started, um, I would, especially if it was an area that's been new to me, so philosophy and engineering, both, both quite new topics to me, I'd never studied them before uh, when I first started. So the time initially was quite quite intensive, I would say, mm -hmm. like for maybe three or four hours in the evenings or I'd get up early in the middle of the, like, yes. I used to get up really early to study. Yeah. Uh, so it didn't like kind of interfere with family life too much. Um, but then actually, it's been interesting because I've, I think as you get through a course, you become more um, capable of accessing it in different ways. So whereas before, potentially, I would have taken maybe an hour or so to get into 
a topic mm. because I was trying to muddle my way through some of the intricacies of it or something like that. Now I'm much better at getting in and out of a topic quite quickly because I've been doing it for so long. Um, so that's been freed up time. So I've been able to take bits and pieces of time rather than long stints. I very rarely sit down with a book for like three hours anymore. Mm. Um, that is true, actually. In the past, didn't we? we definitely had, you know, you'd have an afternoon of the weekend yeah. and I would I would take the boys out. So you had just peace and quiet so you could just focus. Um, I told you I was studying, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, maybe we just, you know, get the PlayStation on. Yeah, maybe I did. <laughs> yeah, I will never know. No, you'll never know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, d- definitely you did that and you needed, I mean... I think it was very difficult for you to break break away if you're yeah. in the middle of something. Yeah. Whereas now you're you're right. You do sort of pick up your book for half an hour um, and 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 get into it very quickly. So I guess that's kind of um, you've learned to do that, haven't you? You've learned a more effective yes. way of studying. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. So one of the that's actually tied into um, a course that I did recently. Um, <laughs> just another course that I did recently, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, but it was it was an interesting one because it was on personal effectiveness, right. and it was about and it was really good. It was about the difference between being busy, being busy, busy, busy all the time, and not actually achieving anything yeah. or completing anything. Mm. And then it was about sort of assessing your own personal <clears throat> effectiveness. So what times of the day, for example, are you better at absorbing information? Yeah. Um, doing all those things around your well-being um to to so that when you are studying or doing your job or getting a task done you're working at your sort of optimum effectiveness um which yeah i thought found that very interesting so i guess that's actually what you're just talking about yeah i had um so before, obviously, when you invited me on the show, I asked a few people on a, a group of mine um, about what some of the, the things, the tips that they had and things like yeah. that, so you could get a bit more of a varied idea rather than just listening to me <laughs> and uh, us chatting to each other about it. Um, but one of the things that came up was learning to learn. Um, if you've got people who haven't been in, in, in an education role, as in being educated, yeah. rather than being the educator, um, I guess you do have to relearn how to study and manage mm. your own time and, and how to even like research or you know access yeah and being effective at certain times that learn what you're good at and when you can be best getting the best use of time is yeah de- definitely definitely um so we've yeah we've kind of said then how many hours a week do you think you dedicate to you oh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i do I, I reckon about two hours a day yeah roughly over well, I've been in I've been in further education while I've been working for about ten years. So I did my I did uh, linguistics and creative writing, finished that degree in uh, two thousand thirteen, and now it's yeah two thousand twenty three engineering. Yeah, for ten years, so fourteen hours a week, maybe per week, roughly. Yeah, I don't even know what that maths is. No, <laughs> me neither. I, <laughs> I mean, maybe you asked per week, so yeah. I just gave you that. <laughs> So for, we're thinking 14 hours a week yeah. over how many years? 10 years. Wow. <laughs> yeah. When you look at it like that, um, which probably gets us on to um, fitting everything else in. Yeah. Um, so our days, I would say, uh, one of the things that we do as a family, mm. we're quite structured. We're quite... You're quite structured. Yeah, and I'd make carry the rest of you along with me. Yes. Kicking and screaming. <laughs> But we do have, don't we? We do have a routine yeah. that means 
I like to think means the other stuff doesn't slide because I think that's the risk isn't it that um you know doing all of these things there's there's got to be something that takes a bit of a back seat um but I think when we both talked about taking on different courses and and, mm. and degrees and i guess you know in a relationship that's important as well that mm. you you talk things through bef- together as a team um but we made it a priority didn't we that the family life wouldn't be impacted um yeah easier and, said than done right well of course, course it is yeah. of course it is sometimes obviously there's there's times when it is um but i think what we've both done is try to to do the work sometimes at slightly odd hours um, oh god yeah but fitting it around so that when we're with the boys we're with the boys yeah yeah or we divide things up between us sometimes i think that's probably what we do the most isn't it we sort of split yeah the work of family life between us so yeah. i'll <clears throat> take finn out do something with him you'll yeah. study or yeah. do bits and bobs and then i'll do this you do the same thing yes exactly um, exactly and i'd say it's probably easier because the other our other two boys are older um yeah, that is I, definitely yeah helpful. i can't imagine i'd say i can't imagine doing this if we had three younger children no no and it's interesting actually because the, the my step boys your your boys they um you know, I, they've seen me study all the way through, and you. Yeah. Um, but it's only since our youngest that mm. it's actually been the time that I've had to give yeah. to him has been slightly more yes. intensive. That, that was a change, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was so a big that change. That was actually. a big change, um, having a baby again. Yes. <laughs> and yes. fitting it all around. Mm. But, yeah, we're... Like we said, we're still here. Still here, just about, yeah. Still yeah. So quivering in the corner, <laughs> fueled by coffee. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, talking about that, I think, I think that's one of the things, isn't it? Because they've seen us study all the time. I mean, I, my eldest is he is also doing the same. He works full time, works incredibly hard in early years, um, and he studies as well. Um, and I asked him actually this morning, I said, what tip would, what tip would you give? Um, and he said, um, that what he tries to do is just, if you've got a little window, don't waste it. So if you've got half an hour, just pick up and and read something or listen to a podcast or read an article. Um, and also he said the important thing as well is try very hard not to let it stress you out don't make it stressful yeah. because then what you'll get into it is, is a very negative thought pattern of oh my god i've got to do that i've got to do that assignment it's so stressful and then you it actually prevents you getting on with it yeah. and it takes your love of learning out of it yeah because i think if you are studying on top of your job presumably you're doing it because you love it yeah because you enjoy the learning yeah exactly yeah. so if it becomes stressful then that goes, doesn't it? And then you just can't face it. And then it sort of spirals into something you then possibly hate doing. <laughs> yeah, I can't. So there's certain, certain people have certain strategies for studying, don't they? And I, there's some people that I just can't understand. I can't do it this way. Mm. When they leave it to the last minute and cram, 
Brandon Simon's like, I think you do. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't leave it till the last Not the last minute, minute, but you will put yourself in a position where you have to focus for yes. an extended period of time at it, in a short period of time, right? That's what you intend to be that, that is my mode of operation. And I yeah, can't just do a that. little bit of, um, I, I need a little bit of pressure. Yeah, I can't do that. If I've got any pressure at all, I, I'll start freaking out with yeah. assignments. No, you, you are much better at time planning, I think. Yeah. And you are much better at saying, I've got this due in in three months. Yeah. So I'm going to work a little bit on it yeah. every day, um, you know, and have some breaks. Yeah. Whereas I'm possibly a little bit more. I've got a week to do this. Braver. No, I don't think it's braver. I don't think it's braver. I think it's a bit different. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I definitely need that bit of good stress. Good stress. Good stress. Good stress. Good stress. Okay, to, yeah. to keep me focused. I think it's focused. Uh, staring at a blank page. I can't do it. I've got no. to put. I've got to put something down on paper for a bit, and then I can. We'll yeah. go through. We'll go through our tips later. Yeah, we? that, well, that's true. Okay, so yeah. just just before we um take a little break and and go into the news, what are the benefits? Why do it? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, that's, that's not, that's not, the, that's answer not the answer. Um, enjoyment, I think, is probably for me one of the big ones. So I, I said I enjoyed education when I left it formally. So when I stopped, <laughs> when I stopped studying um, at university, I, wa- I mean, I, I wasn't mature enough to study at university, at university education, really. I, I, when I went at 18, I wasn't who I am now. Mm. Uh, I've been able to access it a lot more. I've been able to engage with it a lot more as I've got older. Um, but yeah, enjoyment. I've enjoy- I enjoy learning, Yeah. Um, which is a big one. I think one of the other things is obviously this is something that isn't it has become a little bit more relevant for me in more recent roles when I work with um, engineering um, in, with exam boards. Mm. But relevance, like learning while you're working means that your learning has relevance. Um, you know, you're doing it for a particular goal. So for you, mm. you're studying because you know exactly how you're going to apply it. Whereas yes. if you're in an education environment and you're a student and you're fresh out of college and you're going into uni or something like that or whatever else... Mm you don't always have that and that can be slightly demotivating I guess and you find it difficult to apply it yeah um yeah oh that's another one I guess the benefits for teachers would Mm. be um relatability so if you're studying yeah and you are you are aware of the process of learning I think you probably quite get better at teaching because you're Mm. able to sort of relate to your students a bit more yeah, that's really good. And I think it's um, it's role modelling as well, isn't it? Oh, I know, God, yeah. yeah, I know I talk about it. And, all, you know, and we're at Inclusion College, you know, Inclusion Hampshire, the whole organisation, we're very keen on, on professional development and, and learning and learning opportunities. And I think I can see it with our students, especially as our, our older, you know, their college, college age and above. And when staff say to them, oh, I know, I've got I've got an assignment due in for my course um, or I've got to, you know, upload this for my course. And it's really nice to be able to share that with them and that they feel that, one, that we understand as well. But also, I think it's showing them, isn't it? There is no, there is no straight path now for education. No. It's not linear like it used to be. There's um, apparently no end either. <laughs> well, yes, true. <laughs> There's so many opportunities out there, isn't there, um, for learning, like short courses, yeah. long courses, and 13 year yeah. of education. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, you're showing them, aren't you, that it's never too late either. It doesn't matter what's happened in the past. You can always just get back to learning and develop yourself and yeah. gain further qualifications. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think one of the things that I've learned or I've, I've kind of appreciated since I've been learning, so obviously I do a lot, I do distance learning because I can't do it logistically any other way. Um, so I'll talk about that, I guess, maybe later on mm. after your news break. Um, <laughs> but yeah, one of the things, I guess, would be development of a different social circle as well. Like if yeah. you're working and you're studying, quite often you're not studying with people you work with. Mm-hmm. always you're not always doing the same course you won't always be at the same point but you do you are with other people on that course so you kind of mm. extend your your social circle i've met some great people on my courses yeah you've you have you've got and i'm miserable most of the time so. <laughs> yeah even you found even some i found some friends <laughs> yeah exactly and that's that's really i hadn't thought of that actually as one of the benefits mm. um no the benefits i feel are one i just love it really really love it um, love learning new things yep. and that's probably the biggest motivator mm. um, second as I said is is role modeling I think both to students but also to family yeah um, yeah they're, they're the benefits for me yeah um, professional development I guess as well you've got well, like obviously professional development yeah that's true realizing that a little bit more um, yeah and I think going back to that sort of the friendship side of things like if you're studying it can also be quite isolating um especially like distance learning or learning a course that other people aren't on that you know and you like who do you talk to about it like i can talk to you because you know what you know learning and studying is like Mm. while you're working um but it's you know that isolating kind of i guess guess, aspects of education when you're at work and you're learning while in the job is quite real for some people yeah um Whereas when you were, say, for example, at a, a classic university or you know a classic study, you're going there to learn and do something. Um, it's not like, really like that because you're there physically with other people. Whereas yeah. you have to do, sort of find different ways round into sort of social circles. And that's true, actually, isn't it? I think both as a sort of an adult and someone that's working and then and then studying. Yeah, it's making those connections with the people on your course as well, so you can talk to each other about it. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. Um, not just for support with the learning and the course, but like you said, actually sort of making friends with people you've got common interests in. You've got, you know, you've got a whole pool of people there who've presumably got the yeah. same interests yeah. as you because yeah. you're on the same Speaks course. Speaks to them more than you, I think. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I was I had a little thought earlier that I was like, oh, this is actually quite nice just to sit down and chat. I know, it's great. <laughs> i get the coffees. Yeah, should get a coffee. Yeah. Right, and on that note, <laughs> we are going to get a coffee um, and uh, then we will return afterwards. And I think we're going to talk about um, what, what is difficult about it um and then hopefully some things that are going to help some Mm. yeah all right this is teachers talk radio and you are listening live it's time for a fresh start to language learning Pearson Edexcel's new student-centred French, German and Spanish 2024 GCSEs cater to the needs of all learners, regardless of their background, ability or reason for studying. Rooted in learned language knowledge, their assessments are transparent and accessible, allowing all students to showcase their language skills. Through inclusive and relatable content, the new Pearson Edexcel MFL GCSEs build a shared cultural capital that helps students develop an understanding of and appreciation for the wider world. Find out more at go.pearson.com forward slash MFL GCSE 24. This programme has been brought to you by The Happy Confident Company.
Our clinically approved, ready-to-go, well-being mental health programme will help your pupils thrive. In only 10 minutes a day, you'll be able to deliver social and emotional learning and well-being tools throughout your school. To find out more, visit us at www.happyconfident.com. This is Teachers Talk Radio, and this is Teachers Talk Radio News. The BBC reports that one in three primary schools has no male teachers. The study by the Warwick Business School says the proportion of schools without a male classroom teacher has increased in the last 12 months. The report's author, Dr Joshua Fullard, said this lack of male teachers was bad for pupils. Dr Fullard is Assistant Professor of Behavioural Science at Warwick Business School. He went on to say that there is a large body of research that shows students benefit from being educated by a teacher with certain similarities to them. The report also found that schools in special measures are less likely to have a male classroom teacher. In total, the report found that 24.3% of all state schools in England had no male classroom teachers. The report called for teachers' pay to be raised by more than 10% and for a merit-based reduction in tuition fees for university-led teacher training to be introduced. Julie McCulloch, Director of Policy for Askell Union, said more needed to be done to attract men and women alike, and the spokesperson for the DfE said the department wanted the profession to be inclusive. North East Child Poverty Commission website reports that new figures published by the DfE confirm that more than 3 in 10 pupils across the North East are now registered for free school meals. This is an increase from January 2022. It remains the highest proportion of any part of England. The figure of 30.4% is compared with 18.8% of pupils in the South East and 19.4% in the East of England. The England-wide rate is 23.8%. All regions have seen a significant increase in the number and share of children eligible for free school meals over the last seven years. The Guardian reports children's enjoyment of writing has fallen to crisis point following research completed by the National Literacy Trust. The charity says an alarmingly low level of children and young people enjoy writing. The research was conducted across the UK. 34.6% of young people aged 8 to 18 said that they enjoy writing in their free time. Although three in four children starting school said that they enjoyed writing, this dropped to one in four by the age of 16. The Children's and Young People's Writing Report is drawn from over 70,000 responses from children to the charity's annual literacy survey. The number of children who say they enjoy writing in their free time has dropped by 12.2% in the 13 years since the survey began. Young people do report that they write to improve mental health and well-being and to support causes or issues they care about. Full details can be found on the National Literacy Trust website. Finally, Microsoft News reports that Taiwan has made the move to use Generative Artificial Intelligence, or AI, to help students learn English. Teachers in the country often report that students read and write better than they speak English, as shyness and a lack of practice can hinder oral communication. A new chatbot has been funded by Taiwan's Ministry of Education to help pupils get the practice they need. The Cooley bot allows pupils to speak person to AI, 
and build up conversation on preset topics. It also assesses punctuation, accuracy and fluency. Taiwan has set a goal of becoming bilingual in Chinese and English by 2030. This has been your Teachers Talk Radio News with Joe Fox. This is Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Hello, this week I'm going to ask you a question. Do you use presentation software to help you deliver your lessons? 99% of you will be saying yes at this point. Have you ever considered how many presentations the average pupil in your school sees in a day, in a week, or even in their entire school life? Considering a typical secondary education, with a bit of rough maths, over a week with five lessons a day, there's potential to see 25 presentations. That's 100 presentations in just four weeks. I've left out any additional presentations like assemblies and visitors, etc. Working on a 38-week year, that's a whopping 950 presentations a year. That's a lot of presentations. Now, let's throw in some schools have a standardised slide theme and set layouts. Now we have 950 exactly the same lesson beginnings. I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but do we really know what experience a pupil gets through a typical week in school? Are they being engaged or are they being presented with the same visual stimulus day in, day out, simply causing them to fly below the radar. If you're like me, you're now thinking, how do I make my presentation stand out? Is there a presentation software out there that's better than all the rest? In my humble opinion, this is like the visualizer versus HD webcam argument. What works for some does not work for others because all subjects are not the same, which is a good thing, don't get me. But please bear in mind that what works for one teacher may not work for another. A search for free presentation software returns no less than 24 apps I recognise. Some are interactive like Mentimeter, others have more dynamic transitions like Prezi. Most also have additional features and add-ons you can purchase. I know what you're saying, come on Steve, which is the best though? Well the answer is simple, but I've run out of time, so I'll have to tell you next week. In the meantime, please consider the number of presentations a typical pupil is subjected to in your school. Does this need to change, or does it work? And how do you know? Do you have a preferred presentation software, and what are the features that make it stand out for you? Let us know at TT Radio Official. I'm Steve Woods, and that was Two Minute Tech. Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Welcome back, Ben. And we're going to carry on talking about how do you do it? Balancing study, full-time work and family life. Yes. And your own well-being. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so just to start. So we were talking, weren't we? I was talking to you about this last night. Um, the Harvard Happiness Study. Yeah. Um, which has been done over 80 years um, and has just... Um, I just think it's very interesting. So... For a happy life, they're saying the, one of the most important things is having strong and supportive relationships mm -hmm. in your life and connections with people, so family and friends and in your community. Um, but the one I think is probably really relevant to this is about finding your purpose. And they say to discover what truly inspires you and then align your actions with your values and then pursue activities that bring you fulfilment. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, that really resonated with me because that's probably uh, why I do it. <laughs> yeah. It's taken me a while to get to what I want to do, though, isn't it? I've been, yeah, I, start, yeah. I started studying completely different things. And then, um, you know, I, I think I followed my, my education, I followed my interests. 
Yes. So at that time, I was really interested in that stuff, and that's what kept me motivated and, and wanted to do it. And I didn't, you know, it, it didn't obviously lead to a professional area, particularly maybe indirectly, it supported certain things, but nothing, mm. nothing directly. Um, but yeah, you but, you slightly more. Yeah, I guess directed. mine's slightly more directed. Yeah, and, and aligned, I think, yeah. with my work, mm. but. I'd say you found something that inspires you. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, in engineering oh, sure. does, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, always, love it. Even when you're not studying, you're always doing projects yes. and working things out. And yeah. I've got Getting no idea. Getting frustrated with stuff. Yeah, yeah. building things. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe yeah, that's, definitely, yeah. that's yeah, something definitely. to it. Yeah. All right. So what are, let's talk about, what are the things that are difficult about it? So for me, I'm going to talk about, it in terms of well in the beginning part of this i'm going to talk about it in terms of career change because yep. a lot of people go through study to go through a different changing career or maybe a development in their career in some way so the biggest one of the biggest things for me was i, I wanted to do engineering how the heck do you do that mm. when you work full-time and you need a professional qualification so i couldn't just leave my job and study i couldn't yeah. go to university to study because that would have been quite tricky for you I guess, <laughs> uh, financially and, uh, and and otherwise as well um but also um you know i couldn't just go and do an apprenticeship because i was earning a certain amount of money i, I couldn't go down a route mm. of potentially earning any less it was you know paycheck to paycheck kind of stuff um so what the heck do you do so for me one of the biggest barriers to sort of learning in something, an area that I, w I was interested in uh, away from what, what I had done before was access, like actually yeah. being, being able to access the course that I wanted to do. And I was very lucky actually in the term when I was looking that there was a, um, they had extended student loan payments for STEM, mm. so uh, science, um, educate, um, engineering, um, technology, engineering and mathematics. So they, they'd extended that. So I was able to get another loan, which was really helpful. And yeah. obviously the flexibility in, of distance learning uh, with the OU put was perfect because it yeah. was allow allowed me to gain access to an area that I just wouldn't have been able to do any any other way. Mm. Um, but yeah, issues. So issues would, would have been that um, time. <laughs> time is a big one. I was kind of used to that though. I guess for me, I was kind of used to studying. Yes. So I'd already allocated that. And you got used to that as well. I think studying. Yeah. I, um, yeah. I think much of the time that we've known each other well i was i think i must have been doing a course while we met probably <laughs> i think we must have done because we yeah we met at work didn't we so yeah. i would have been studying then yeah yeah for sure yeah so i guess for us it's pretty normal it's gonna be you. odd for you and, and me isn't it now i'm not going to study after oh, no. this well you say that yeah <laughs> you say that True. i i think you'll last a couple of months oh months maybe before you get onto something else maybe maybe <laughs> you're right um yeah yeah so time yes yeah access funding cost yes cost, cost is a big one um you know they're not it's not cheap is it studying it's not. it's not cheap um so yeah getting to do it in the first place is a big one for me um learning to learn we've discussed already so that's one of the, the, the barriers like being able to kind of get used to studying again or yes. getting used to study so, so some people i guess they haven't studied since they were in secondary school yeah and they might then because that's something i experience a lot in my role is that i've got people who are going through apprentices apprenticeships and often have been in a role for 20 30 years yeah and i've never studied past their past that point when they've left their you know o levels or gcse's mm. um and they're like they're terrified yeah quite often scared yeah. of it and um so that's a big barrier i think is like definitely confidence 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 in it. and potentially you know there's a lot of people that
probably didn't have the greatest experience with education when they were younger. No. Um, so I think it's, I mean, it's part of, I know it's something that you do with your students, your apprentices, mm. but it's all that reassurance, yeah. isn't it? And yes, you can do it. And maybe a bit sort of hand-holding at the beginning, that, like you said, that learning to learn, learning to access it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I, I can... I can see the difference in the last few years, maybe the last 10 years or so, but the the technology, the technological advances in terms of course delivery yeah, um, and using these sort of platforms and uploading your work and on oh, all that different. kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, it, sometimes it's a bit daunting. Yeah, it is. What you mean, like the basically being able to do the course because physically because of the technology? Yes. Yeah. I think yeah, it's definitely. I think some education providers are good at doing it, aren't they? Yes. Um, they're good at sort of providing that that support. Um, but yeah, especially if you're kind of old, maybe more technophobic and not really sure about how to kind of, I guess access this new yeah. age of education where you've exactly. got you know technology that's throughout. Well, I remember when I did my when I did my MPQH a couple of years ago. I remember one of the biggest things that was stressing me out about submitting it was the actual submitting, the yeah. actual process of. I think because because I had to kind of um, upload audio files and obviously my assignments as mm. well and things like that. And I just remember really, really worrying about that. And I think actually they did they did they. The, um, the course provider did something called a technical check. So just sort of 24 hours after you submitted, they just check they can access something and then they come back to you. Um, but you've obviously only got a window to submit. Um, and I think they did actually come back to me so they couldn't open my audio file and I yeah. had to send it in a different format or something like that. Technicality, so the, the technicality. You've done all the work, but you technicality exactly. actually going through it. And I remember waking up in the middle of the night sort of, and, and having to actually check, did I submit? Did I sign that before I submitted it? Because yeah. I just couldn't. So I think, you know, talking about tips, I think something I've learned to do is whenever I do something like that, I just screenshot it quickly. So oh, for yeah. those yeah. middle of the night fears, like, oh, did I actually send that in properly? Then I can just quickly look on my phone at the screenshot and go, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yeah. It's there. It's there. Because I think that's that's the worry. It's not sort of, you're not handing in an essay now or... No, you, know, you don't having, physically hand it in. No, you? you don't physically hand it in anywhere now. You kind of email it or upload it and, and that sort of thing. And you're kind of relying on the technology or being able to do, you know, being able to master the technology, um, which is, is not my strongest area. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe not so much of an issue for you. No, and actually I think the OU's been great with that stuff because you have to do a dummy assignment at the beginning of ah. quite a lot of your courses um which is a more of a technical check oh that's good. Yeah, that's good yeah that's good um but yeah that yeah so that's issues good issue is that one yeah, yeah. quite an obvious one really isn't it because it's yeah they all courses are online like especially professional ones yeah um yeah so the other one but like i think for me and this is particularly key at the moment is motivation yeah but i'm tired now I'm pretty tired of this now. You are. Um, you? So, yeah, six years of, of a course and assignment after assignment, exam after exam. Yeah. Um, I love this topic. I love the subject, but it's exhausting constantly proving your ability in it through assignments. And I think for yeah. me at the moment, trying to keep motivated is the biggest thing. Yeah. And it has been for about six months or so. Yeah, I think we talked about it, didn't we? Because it's almost the closer you get, 
the end is in sight. Yeah. It's all, you found it almost more difficult to yeah. get motivated because you're like, I, oh, I just want it to be done now. Yeah. Yeah, I've done, I've done what I can. I've, I've got a yeah. few extra modules left. Uh, nearly there. But yeah, so motivation is a big one. Um, so how do you motivate yourself? That's my, my secret to motivation is the little and often thing that we were talking about earlier. Okay, so I have yeah. to do a little bit every time, like to pluck away at it. Yeah. And I do what's called a, a words on paper draft, although I don't really call it that for the radio. <laughs> uh, but basically it's a um, it's just rubbish that I put on a page yeah. just so that I've got a starting point. Right. It's just absolute nonsense most of the time. Just to, just to get started. Just to get started, yeah. And it's, oh. ed- editing is easier than writing something from my head directly, so I prefer doing that. Oh, okay. So I shape it that way. All yeah. my assignments since I've done since I did philosophy, that's what that's how I do them. That's really um, interesting. So yeah, chipping away at it bit a bit, half an hour here, half an hour there. Because if I left it any later at this point, I think I'd just yeah, it would be very difficult. Mm, so staying motivated, yeah. I am a very <laughs> this probably won't surprise you. I'm a very reward based person. <laughs> yeah, you're a massive nerd, aren't you? No, 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 no. Well, yes, I am. Are you the meant... on the teacher's desk? Kind of no, no. Sure you are. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> um, no, I meant I reward myself. Oh right, I see. So if I've got something that I'm finding particularly difficult to fit in or you know I know I know I've got to do something then I will set myself a little kind of right right when you've got that done then you get a reward and I don't mean like there doesn't have to be big ones so you know like when I've done that I'll go and make myself a coffee but you've got to you know you've got to go sit and just get this done because once you get on with it it doesn't take you know it's not yeah it's not the big thing oh right okay um that that sort of thing yeah. to um you know i think so when i passed my mpqh didn't i i i bought myself a nice ring yes you did yes yeah, so to, to remember so i'm i'm a bit more reward based i think i probably would be but not maybe for assignment to assignment or element to element of a course i'd probably do it at the end yeah you've got a few games you want to buy i do when you I finish played, your course i haven't played any playstation or pc games but Six years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got you've got your little end. Of, I've got my end. That's end true, of, actually. That's a good point. Yeah, but there has to be, I guess, an element of reward and of, of finishing something, doesn't there? Yeah. Not not just the pride you feel. Okay. Although that is a big one for me. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I sounded sure like is. I was joking, but actually, yes, yes. it is for me. Yes. I think, yeah, pride. Yeah. It's pride. Yeah. It's pride, and it, so it should be. Yeah. 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 Um, so any other? I mean, the the. Difficult things, yeah. I mean, we we've kind of touched on a bit, haven't we? Balancing family life, um, balancing family life, balancing marriage. Yep. Um, and trying to take care of our well-being as well. Yeah. Um. So we said, didn't we? There's always something. I think it's fair to say, and I think it's okay to say, there's always something that drops a little bit. Yeah. Um, it has I think it would to. be. I think it would be a lie to say that isn't the case. Because yeah. how could you ever? How could you maintain that level of effort and not have something drop? Exactly. So I mean, we said, didn't we? We try very hard for it not to be family life. Yeah. I think also we try very hard for it not to be us. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. I mean, we don't get a great deal of time. Like I said, this is really nice. Actually, I, know. I probably should get you on the radio again just yeah. to chat. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but we do try and do things, don't we? That's just us. Yeah. And it, we, it's a bit of a joke, isn't it? We do say, oh, 
bit of a relief. We do actually still like each other. Yeah, it is. We <laughs> don't talk to each other and it's, it's okay. <laughs> and we do still have things to talk about. We but do. maybe that's because we do so so many other things that yeah, we've always maybe. got things to talk about. Yeah, maybe. Um, so, I mean, I think the one that, for me, that probably drops is slightly maybe looking after myself maybe okay. so like sleep i could i could probably do with sleeping a bit more yeah yeah um what yeah. do you, what what do you do I think drop? what do you drop oh this is quite interesting actually. yeah i don't actually know i mean i think i just balance everything perfectly to <laughs> well you're gonna <laughs> we're gonna um, need a bit more in we're gonna the, need in a bit more than that <laughs> i think for me i i tend to i think i i don't focus on tasks that are not so actually i think my focus is more I'm not very good at spreading it. So right. I think for me, I will rush through certain things that I potentially shouldn't rush through. Oh, okay. Um, Just to get on to the next thing, yeah. like a bit of a tick list. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so I think if it's difficult, actually, one of the things I found quite hard with engineering, which is a very exacting thing, a very precise thing, is that I am not very precise with a lot of other things. <laughs> um, and, it, yeah, so that kind of thing, I that's, guess that's where I drop. I don't... I, maybe rush through things to get back to doing something else that I find I think is more important. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's probably one of the main ones. I mean, obviously I just like to spend more time with you, mm. less time in an office because I'm constantly in front of a computer. Yeah. So only over the past couple of months have I tried to get out and do a bit more things more balance basically yes and I, um, I can see that that has helped you so just going out for a walk yeah. um and obviously you have got your motorbike yes. as well and that has such an impact on you yeah when it's when we have a few days and it's like raining and you can't go out yeah it does bring you down a bit it does it? yeah it whereas does, yeah. if you can get out for a walk and just get out you know in the evening perhaps when i'm doing bedtime yeah and you go out for a short ride mm. That really helps you, I think. Yeah. It, headspace. Yeah, I think that I think one of the big things with sort of the issues that of, of studying along work is the the expectation that you will be able to do it with the same motivation that you started with, yes. and that that you won't you won't find it difficult at times. I think that's probably like especially extended yeah. courses like masters or university degrees or whatever it is or longer term mm. term courses. To expect that the time commitment, the motivation is going to be a constant value throughout is unlikely. And probably you should be aware of that at the beginning of the course, that you're going to struggle yeah. at certain times, you're going to find certain things hard, certain things you find easy. Uh, and the time that you put into them is going to be variable throughout. That's really true. That's really true. And I think it's and knowing that's okay. Yeah, and giving yourself time to yeah. not, like be aware that that's, you know, this is a really, for me, I was like saying, oh, this is a really difficult topic for me at the moment. I can't get it right. Why can't I get it right? Yeah. So I spend more time away from it. <laughs> yeah. And then I come back and I find it a bit easier. That's um, really good. So I guess managing yourself your, yes. your own levels of stress and the expectations that expectations, you're putting yeah. yeah to not get it right all the time yep. um and let yourself off for some things because ultimately it's going to be worth it yeah yeah letting yourself off for things you don't potentially understand at the time yeah. giving yourself time to kind of i guess let the thoughts marinate a bit and, and kind yeah. of enjoy your life as well especially studying around work you know it's you've got work and you've got potentially an extended period of study that you have to do yeah it's unlikely you're going to maintain that effort all mm. the way through and to, to try and do that is going to be really detrimental i think yeah so you've got to have fun you've got to have fun <laughs> you've got to have fun yeah. in, in the middle of it all yeah yeah and take a break and take a break 
yeah. Definitely. And I think then talk tip is going to be, isn't it? If you are struggling with balancing everything, then talk to someone. Yes. So whether you talk to someone, your manager at work, if yeah. it's um, work related, or or talk to your tutor, um, or talk to someone on your course. Yeah. Um, don't bottle it all up and just try and keep going because that's just not going to be sustainable. Yeah. So there's always ways around things, isn't there? And especially if you're if you're learning through work, your your employer might be the, the best person to talk to you about that because they're yeah. support they're supposed to be supporting you in your professional development. So that's yeah. probably where I'd go first of all. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna be um running out of time soon actually. It's been quite it's, it's gone quite quickly. Yes. Um so let's just share some tips. tips. So you said that you spoke to um all like lots of people on your course yep. um and other people that you know that are studying yes. and that kind of thing. So can we hear some of their the thoughts? tips? Yes. Um reminding yourself of achievements quite yes. regularly. Um so I personally use social media as a bit of a visual diary. So yeah. to look back over it helps me see growth. So one of the first things I did is when I looked at, when I first started my, my degree, I looked at it and I, was, I knew there's an area that I wasn't very good at. And I'd taken a photo of this particular equation I was trying to figure out. And then obviously looking back at that now, it's quite simple. And it's nice to see that. Um, I love that. I yeah, love yeah. That. So using social media as a visual diary, but yeah. for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. love yeah, that. see my development. Yeah. Um, balance and flexibility. Don't sacrifice too much. Um, you just burn out. That's one of the big ones. Yeah. Um, so one... on that, I think being aware of the signs of burnout yeah. as well. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, different for everyone. So one way yeah. of learning is going to be different to other people. So don't try and compare yourself to the way other people learn. Yeah. One big one. Or other people's results. Oh God, yeah. Because that's very easy yeah, to do. Yeah, very. I know yeah. every time your due results, yeah. and people get them at different times, don't they? Yeah. And everybody says, "Oh, I got this. What did you get?" And when you're the one waiting for yeah. your results, yeah, yeah. that's awful, isn't it? It is. And I think what we do, because I, I help run a group, a kind of a, a study group, and what we do is we try and keep it quiet about what everyone gets because some yeah. people might have worked really hard or had something going on mm. at the time and yeah. you know, they get like 60 or 70% or something like that. That might, you know, it might really yeah. put them off if other people are doing really, really well. So you had a, you've got an agreement. You actually, you all came it's up with quite, an agreement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously we've got separate groups that we do discuss things yeah. like that, but generally on that group, yeah, it's, um, it's it tends to be that way where we try not to publicize what our grades are. Yeah, I really like that. I really um, Planning, really important, <laughs> yeah. keep it planned. And the, the best one, I think, is teaching it. So Ooh. if you're learning something, the best way of sort of learning it is to teach it to somebody else. So one of the things that we do, obviously, in this group is we, we talk through uh, topics and we try and teach each other certain things, yeah. especially if we're on different pathways. So it's electrical engineers, mechanical, structural, all that sort of stuff. Teaching each other certain things and learning from each other is a great way of kind of re, I guess, reinforcing your own understanding of something. In quite a... a, a practical way practical way mm. i was going to say in quite an effective way so you probably you know time that time something yeah. again you're consolidating it's great for learning. everything relationship yeah. building like yeah. understanding a topic helping each other out it's great I, best thing to do i have I noticed think. though you don't try and teach me any of this <laughs> i try marie <laughs> It's not for me. It's not for me. <laughs> God, actually, though, that might be one of your achievements. If you manage to teach me, yeah. you know, some mathematic equation. Well, stick around. We'll do some integral calculus. How's that? <laughs> I don't even know what those words okay. mean. Um, so, yeah, my so my tips, I think, are probably planning. 
Mm-hmm. Is, is a big one um time mastery so through sort of business coaching with um our incredible coach through work natalie um she taught us about time mastery so it's not time management it's time mastery okay. and one of the things that i've taken from that and i still use is like a default diary so your week you you plan your weeks and you have these windows that are by default unless there's an emergency but by default they are um allocated to certain areas okay so for example right. if you kind of block out you know a wednesday afternoon and a saturday morning and that's study yeah um or i know you know wednesday morning thursday morning they're my times that are kept free for meetings and visitors yeah so you know it, it's just having that structure to your week yeah. stops everything getting overwhelming definitely and it means that you've also got it to look forward to or well, not look yeah. forward to but you know that's coming up so you don't stress about it Yes, exactly, exactly. And one of the other tips for it was at the end of each day, just take five minutes and just kind of reflect on what's... Something's gone very well. Mm. That's a really nice way to finish your day. And then plan your tomorrow, so the morning. So you've got your default diary. Um, We always do something that eat the frog, so that task. Oh, yeah, get the annoying one out of the way, isn't it? Yeah, Mm. get that out of the way straight away first thing and you set that and you write it down and I write it down leave it on my desk at work and then I leave work and can shut Mm. off and compartmentalize yeah um so I think kind of being able to compartmentalize is really important so when you're whatever you're doing you're fully present so whether you're at work you're present you're studying you're focused and then when it is that fun time or family time or anything like that you're fully present with that yes not distracted that's a good point well thank you (laughs) (laughs) um so any other tips we've kind of said you've got to look after your health you've got to look after your emotional well-being and your mental health so that though knowing the signs of burnout recognizing when things are getting too much talking to someone yeah yeah sharing with with other people that are studying yeah, and your family. Like, if you're yeah. being honest to, with your family about things that you're struggling with or time commitments and things like that, that which we yeah. talked about earlier, didn't we? Yeah. That's important. So, and I think accepting help. Oh, yeah. Accepting help with things. So you're amazing parents. I yes. don't think we could have done any of no. this without them. No, probably not. Um, From, you know, childcare and, and giving us time to have together to, you know, doing things for the boys so that they always feel sort of important and yeah. valued, um, being there to listen to us. Um, yeah. Lending us a lawnmower. <laughs> yes. I mean, all that is always things. useful. Yeah, you need, you need your people around. You do. Yes, it's very important. Yeah. Well, it's been really lovely. Been nice chatting, isn't it? It's been really nice to talk to you. Um, we should do it again sometime. <laughs> um, and I think I hope that there's been some helpful tips um, in that. And also, I think Ben, I think one of the things that I think you've said that hopefully is helpful to other people is just know that it's all okay. Like, just know it's not going to go brilliantly all the time. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get stressed yeah. and frustrated, but that's okay. It's worthwhile. It's worthwhile. Yeah, it's worthwhile. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. It's time for a fresh start to language learning. Pearson Edexcel's new student-centred French, German and Spanish 2024 GCSEs cater to the needs of all learners, regardless of their background, ability or reason for studying. 
Rooted in learned language knowledge, their assessments are transparent and accessible, allowing all students to showcase their language skills. Through inclusive and relatable content, the new Pearson Edexcel MFL GCSEs build a shared cultural capital that helps students develop an understanding of and appreciation for the wider world. Find out more at go.pearson.com forward slash MFL GCSE 24. This programme has been brought to you by The Happy Confident Company. Our clinically approved, ready-to-go wellbeing and mental health programme will help your pupils thrive. In only 10 minutes a day, you'll be able to deliver social and emotional learning and wellbeing tools throughout your school. To find out more, visit us at www.happyconfident.com. Well, I've thoroughly enjoyed this morning's topic um, and I hope there's been some things that have been useful for people. Um, and I think also it's just really useful to share that sometimes it is hard. <laughs> um, it, it's not, it doesn't go right all the time um, and it can be tiring. But as we said, it is, it is worth it. I hope it's going to be worth it in the end anyway. Um, yeah, really enjoyed today's show. If anyone's got any extra kind of thoughts or tips that we haven't talked about, um, I'd still absolutely love to hear them. Um, you can find me over on Twitter, um, obviously be on the Teachers Talk Radio um, Twitter as well, and I'm on LinkedIn. Um, so yeah, if anyone's got anything that you think we've missed or any <laughs> revolutionary ideas to help us do it all um then please let me know but otherwise um as i said at the beginning of the show i'm now off to catch a train to go for a conference and leave ben holding the four at home for three days so yeah <laughs> that's maybe that's teamwork right there um so thanks so much for listening and have a really lovely rest of the day You've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org. We look forward to hearing from you next time on Teachers Talk Radio.